You're listening to the KCAC Beat. Now, introducing your host, Hans Nickel. Good morning and welcome to the KCAC Beat. My name is Hans Nickel. I'm the Assistant Commissioner for Operations here at the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference. It is Friday, December 2nd. Basketball season in full swing here in the KCAC. This is our KCAC Women's Basketball Scoreboard podcast as we get ready to uh, recap the scores and results from last night's basketball games. Look forward to tomorrow's basketball games as well as we are uh, moving and grooving in a three-game week this week. This happens twice in our current KCAC conference schedule, a three-game week. The next one will be in January. But before we jump into the scoreboard earlier this week, uh, the NAIA did release their second version of the NAIA Top 25 Coaches Poll in Women's Basketball. So let's go ahead and do a brief review of that poll the lone KCAC school in the poll is Sterling College. They uh, dropped from number 10 in the country. Nine spots to number 19 is where the Warriors come in at. The Warriors currently four and three overall. They got 241 points uh, in the coaches poll uh, to land at number 19. But a, a look at your uh, top 25, Thomas Moore out of Kentucky is number one. Westmont from California is two. Campbellsville, Kentucky uh, is number three. That top three is unchanged from the, the number one poll. Number four is Central Methodist, an opponent that Sterling College did play earlier this year as one of those three losses. They jumped from number six to number four. Number five up from number 13 is Dort out of Iowa. Uh, number six down from five is Clark from Iowa. Number seven down from four is Indiana Wesleyan. Number eight is Marion, Indiana. They stay put at eight. Carroll out of Montana stays put at nine. Loyola from Louisiana jumps from number 14 to number 10. Dakota Wesleyan uh, from South Dakota drops from seven to 11. Number 12 is Vanguard from California. They're up from 15. Number 13 is Lewis Clark State out of Idaho. They're up from 17. Rio Grande from Ohio is number 14 up from 16. Indiana Tech is number 15 up from 21. Northwestern out of Iowa is number 16 up from 25. The Masters out of California is number 17 up from 19. Southern Oregon is number 18 up from 20. 19 again is Sterling down from uh, number 10. Number 20 is Mid-America Christian out of Oklahoma. They're up from 23. Montana Western is number 21 up from 22. Georgetown from Kentucky is number 22 down from number 18. St. Francis out of Illinois is number 23. They were unranked um, in the first poll of the year. Cumberland's out of Kentucky is number 24. They were number 24 in the last poll. And number 25 is Morningside out of Iowa. They are down from number 12. So that is your NAIA top 25. Again, one KCAC school uh, in that poll, which was Sterling College at number 19. Uh, but without further ado, let's jump into the KCAC women's basketball scoreboard from Thursday, December 1st. 
This is the KCAC Scoreboard. Six games were on slate last night, Thursday, December 1st, and we will start in Kansas City, Missouri, where the Kansas Wesleyan University Coyotes traveled to Avila University. The Coyotes getting the victory here, 87 to. 46, no ties, no lead changes uh, in this one. Kansas Wesleyan goes up 19-6 in the first quarter and leads the whole way, largest lead, building all the way to 44 in this game late in the fourth quarter. Kansas Wesleyan shot 32 of 59, 54% from the field in the game. Avila just 30 point, 30, uh, sorry, 31% from the field in the game. Kansas Wesleyan was 6 of 19 from downtown. Avila 3 of 16 from the free throw line. Uh, The Coyotes were 17 of 26, where Avila was 13 of 20, both at a 65% team rate. Rebounding, there wasn't a huge margin. Kansas Wesleyan 35, Avila 34. Assists, there was a large margin. Kansas Wesleyan had 20, Avila had 11. Avila did turn the ball over 31 times in this game. That resulted in 28 Kansas Wesleyan points. Uh, Kansas Wesleyan's 18 turnovers only resulted in 13 Avila points. Points in the paint, there was a big difference as well. Kansas Wesleyan had 48 points in the paint compared to 18 from Avila. 43 points coming from Kansas Wesleyan's bench compared to 19 from Avila. Looking at individual performances uh, for Avila, Emily Baldwin had a big game, went uh, 7 of 14 from the field, 10 of 12 from the free throw line, scored 24 points uh, for the Eagles, added five rebounds, three assists, and a steal as well. The only scorer in double figures was Baldwin. Uh, Leading scorer off of the bench uh, was Gracie Efforts or sorry, Grace Efforts, eight points, uh, two rebounds, an assist and a block in 17 minutes of play. Kansas Wesleyan was able to hold three Avila starters scoreless in this one. Uh, The fourth Avila starter besides Baldwin uh, was held to just three points, so a, a big defensive night for Kansas Wesleyan. Looking at the Coyotes, they had two players in double figures, a lot of players scoring in this one. Leading the team in scoring off of the bench was Tylea Wallace in 15 minutes, had 18 points, three rebounds and assists, two steals and a block. Out of the starting lineup, Lamaya Ricks scored 16, also added a steal in this one as Kansas Wesleyan gets the win on the road. Our second game, we will travel to Hillsboro, Kansas, where Tabor College hosted the Mound Builders of Southwestern, and it's the home team here that gets the victory. Uh, Another lopsided game here as Tabor wins this one, 74-33, one tie in the first quarter, uh, no lead changes as Tabor takes the first quarter 16 to 6 and doesn't look back builds their largest lead up to 41 late in the fourth quarter the blue jays 28 of 52 from the field 54% southwestern was 13 of 51 26% three point shooting played a role 
Uh, Southwestern shot it okay, 4 of 12 for 33.3%, but Tabor went 11 of 26, 33 points from downtown, uh, 42% as a team. Not a lot of free throw shot in this one. Southwestern was 3 of 6, Tabor 7 of 11. Uh, rebounding margin highly in favor of Tabor in this one, 38 to 29. Um, 19 Southwestern turnovers led to 25 Blue Jay points. The Blue Jays only turned the ball over 13 times, and it led to seven Southwestern points. Uh, bench points heavily in favor of Tabor, 37 to just two points coming off the bench for Southwestern. Individual performances for Southwestern, two players in double figures for the Mound Builders. Leading the team was Christy Wiebe, had 12 points, seven rebounds, two steals in 34 minutes of play. Brianna Williams had 10 points in 25 minutes of play. The leading scorer off the bench, the only bench player to score was Maddie Jones uh, with those two points, but added six rebounds and an assist in this game. For Tabor, only one player in double figures and a lot of players at the 7-9 to nine range. The one player in double figures was Cassidy Beam out of the starting lineup. 12 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block in 17 minutes of play. Off the bench, the leading scorer for the Blue Jays was Maya McGee. Had 7 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist, 1 steal in 17 minutes of play as the Blue Jays saw, let me count here real quick. Fifteen different players score uh, in this game as Tabor wins 74 to 33. Third game of the night, we travel out to Sterling, Kansas, McPherson College travels to Sterling to take on the Warriors of Sterling College. Sterling wins this one uh, 71. To 44, Sterling using a big um, third quarter and a big fourth quarter to really pull ahead in this one. This game was was close uh, early in the second quarter, but the Warriors pull ahead um, and win this one again, 71 to 44. Um, no ties, no lead changes. Sterling leads the whole way and eventually builds that lead up to 30 late in the fourth quarter. The Warriors were 28 of 65 from the field, 43%. McPherson, 15 of 52, 29%. Uh, Three-pointers, McPherson was 2 of 10, 20%. Sterling did not make a three on the day, was 0 for 8. Uh, McPherson, 12 of 17 from the free throw line. Sterling, 15 of 19 rebounding margin played a difference in this one sterling out rebounds mcpherson 45 to 25 uh, 20 turnovers for mcpherson leading to 20 sterling points 19 turnovers for sterling leading to 14 uh, points off of turnovers for mcpherson points in the paint highly in favor of sterling 38 to 12 in this one uh, bench points sterling a slight edge 14 to 11. Looking at individual stats, a one score in double figures for McPherson. It was Madison Moses, 11 points, four rebounds, one steal in 24 minutes of play. Leading scorer off of the bench for McPherson was Gillian Rogers, four points, four rebounds, two steals in 12 minutes of play. 
Sterling had three players in double figure scoring all out of the starting lineup. Leading scorer in the game was Carson Schultz, had a dominating double-double, 18 points, 16 rebounds, six of those offensive, 10 on the defensive end, three assists, four steals in 33 minutes of play as Schultz takes control of this game. Bethany Stuckey uh, added 15 points, seven rebounds, and an assist in 24 minutes. And Bailey Albright had 14 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and one steal in 31 minutes of play. Leading score off of the bench for Sterling was Lauren Carmack. She scored six had four rebounds, two assists, and a steal in 19 minutes of play as Sterling gets the 71-44 to victory. Our last three games of the, the night were a lot closer. Now we will travel to Bartlesville, Oklahoma, where Friends University took on the home team, Oklahoma Wesleyan University. Friends, a tough road victory here as they use a 15-8 fourth quarter to pull ahead to the 48 to 43 victory over Oklahoma Wesleyan on the road. This game saw two ties, nine lead changes was back and forth uh, all evening long. Friends shot 19 of 41, 46.3% from the field. So Oklahoma Wesleyan outshoots in terms of shots had 56 total attempts. But Friends makes more field goals at 19 to Oklahoma's 17 out of those 56. The Eagles shooting 30% from the field. Uh, From downtown, three-point shooting kept Oklahoma Wesleyan in this one. Friends was one of six, 16.7%. Oklahoma Wesleyan gets 21 points, though, off of threes, goes seven of 24, uh, 29% from behind the arc. Friends goes nine of 15 from the free throw line. Oklahoma Wesleyan goes two of six. Rebounding margin in favor of Friends, 30 to 24. Uh, 22 Friends turnovers led to 22 Oklahoma Wesleyan points. 13 Oklahoma Wesleyan turnovers led to 14 Friends points. Uh, Points in the paint in favor of Friends, 34 to 20. Bench points in favor of Friends, 17 to 2. Largest lead for Friends was 11. That came in the second quarter. Oklahoma Wesleyan's largest lead was 5. That came in the first quarter. Looking at individual performances, starting first with Oklahoma Wesleyan, two players in double-figure scoring, both out of the starting lineup. Tanaja Mitchell, 17 points, leading the team, uh, tied for game lead uh, in points. So those 17 points, two assists, two steals, and 35 minutes of play. Sydney's Govanek had 13 points, six rebounds, two assists in 33 minutes of play. Leading score for uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan off the bench. Their only bench player to score was Zariah Tillman, had two points, six rebounds, three assists, one steal, one block in 30 minutes of play. For the Falcons, two players in double-figure scoring, also tied for game overall lead. Taylor Jackson out of the starting lineup of friends had 17 points, eight rebounds, three blocks in 26 minutes of play. Then off of the bench, Raylan Garner, 10 points leading the bench in scoring, five rebounds, one assist, two steals in 29 minutes of play as the Falcons go on the road and get the victory in Bartlesville. Fifth game of the night, 
Bethel College, the Threshers traveled to Ottawa, Kansas to take on Ottawa University and the Braves. And it is Ottawa University that wins this one 57 251. A close game here as well. Ottawa winning the fourth quarter 15 to 10, the third quarter 14 to 12, using that second half um, to really push ahead and get the victory here. Ottawa 21 of 58 from the field, 36%. Uh, again, Bethel outshoots in terms of shot attempts, uh, shoots 73, but only makes 18 of those 25% from the field. Three-point shooting, Bethel was 420 for 20%. Ottawa 2 of 18 for 11%. Free throws, Bethel was 11 of 13. Ottawa 13 of 18 rebounds were very close. Ottawa out rebounds Bethel 48 to 68. Uh, turnovers though, 20 turnovers by Ottawa, 12 turnovers by Bethel. Ottawa able to uh, avoid any major damage from those turnovers though. Looking at individual performances, starting first with Bethel, two players in double figure scoring out of the starting lineup. Karen Yoder, 14 points. Three rebounds, two steals uh, in 29 minutes of play. And the Threshers' leading scorer came off the bench. It was Jasmine Pete, uh, who scored 15 points, had nine rebounds, a steal, two blocks in 18 minutes of play coming off of the bench. For Ottawa, three players in double figure scoring all out of the starting lineup, leading the team and the game in scoring was Nicole Brown. Had 23 points, 16 rebounds, huge performance from Brown. Added seven blocks, a force in the paint uh, in 32 minutes of play. Uh, Maria Moore had 11 points, three rebounds, one assists in 32 minutes of play. And Jayla Johnson also had 11 points, six rebounds, two assists, one steal in 31 minutes of play. Leading scorer off the bench and the only um, brave to score off the bench was Sierra Brown. She had seven points, seven rebounds, three assists, one steal in 21 minutes of play as the home team, Ottawa Braves, gets the victory uh, to move to 4-1 and one in KCAC play. Our final game of the night was a doozy. Double overtime uh, matchup here. Um, Bethany at St. Mary in Leavenworth. The Swedes jump out in the first quarter, 28 to 16. Uh, after the first quarter, Swedes also win the second quarter, 19 to 17, take the lead in the halftime. And then it's a big third and fourth quarter for St. Mary to get back in this one. St. Mary wins the third quarter, 23 to 19. The fourth quarter, 23 to 13 to force overtime. First overtime splits at five points apiece. And then St. Mary wins this one 94 to 92 winning overtime number two 10 to 8 as the spires get the home victory over the swedes let's look at some of those team statistics this game saw five ties three lead changes largest leads and this one 18 for bethany they built that 18 point lead in the third quarter with 9 12 to play before st mary started making their comeback st mary comes back and builds its largest lead to six in the second overtime with 222 to play so a big comeback victory for st mary looking at shooting in this one uh, bethany 
little bit better shooting from the field. 31 of 70, 44%. St. Mary, 29 of 72, 40%. But St. Mary gets 11 three-pointers on 29 attempts, shoots 38% from behind the arc, uh, makes more threes than Bethany. Bethany makes 7 of 12, 58% from behind the arc. Uh, Free throw shooting played a role in this one as well. Both teams shoot 33 free throws. Bethany makes 23. St. Mary makes 25. Rebounding battle in favor of Bethany, 39 to 31. But 22 turnovers from the Swedes lead to 23 Spire points. Um, St. Mary turns it over 17 times, and that leads to 12 Bethany points. Uh, Points in the paint in favor of St. Mary, 36 to 32. Bench points in favor of Bethany, 38 to 34. Individual performances in this one for Bethany, four players in double figure scoring. Leading the team in scoring was Emily Weathers. She had 22 points, three boards, four rebounds, one assist in 27 minutes of play. Autumn Garrett also in the starting lineup, 11 points. Four rebounds, two assists, two steals in 40 minutes of play. Leading score off of the bench for Bethany was Sarah Reiner, 16 points, six rebounds, one steal, one block in 28 minutes of play. Then also in double figures off of the bench was Armani Poling, 13 points, four rebounds, one assist, two steals in 29 minutes of play. Four double-figure scores for St. Mary as well, leading the team and the game in scoring was Paige Penley out of the starting lineup, 23 points, two rebounds, two steals, one block, and 27 minutes of play. Then also in the starting lineup, Tania Sims, 15 points, including eight of eight from the free throw line, eight rebounds, one steal, one block in 31 minutes, and Alanis Delgado, 14 points, Two rebounds, one assist, one steal in 38 minutes of play. Uh, leading scorer off the bench for St. Mary and the uh, other score in double figures was Rebecca Gilpin. 11 points, five rebounds, one steal in 23 minutes of play as St. Mary gets the double overtime victory um, at home against Bethany in this one. Taking a look now at our current standings in the conference only one team remains unbeaten in conference play at this point and that is Tabor College at 4 and 0 currently sitting atop the conference then Ottawa and Bethany are both at 4 and 1 friends Sterling Kansas Wesleyan all tied then at 3 and 1 McPherson St. Mary Oklahoma Wesleyan tied at two and three, followed by York at one and three, then Bethel and Avila at one and four. Southwestern, uh, the only remaining uh, team yet with a victory in conference play at 0 and 5. That brings us to the end of the scoreboard. Now, before we look at games coming up tomorrow on Saturday, let's take a look at our current statistical leaders. On in women's basketball and individual statistical leaders. So points per game leading score in the conference right now is Honey from York at 16.4 points per game, followed by Schultz from Sterling at 16.0. Nicole Brown from Ottawa at 15.7. Garner from Friends at 15.6. And then Albright from Sterling at 15.3. 
uh, rebounds per game. Current conference leader is Nicole Brown at 12.1 from Ottawa. Then it's Gilliard from Oklahoma Wesleyan at 8.6. Pete from Bethel at 8.4. Wilson from Sterling at 8.0. And Hunt from Southwestern at 7.6. In terms of field goal percentage, conference leaders currently Stuckey from Sterling, 54.7% from the field, followed by Sierra Brown of Ottawa, 54.3%, tied with her teammate Nicole Brown. Uh, at 54.3%. Weathers from Bethany at 52.8%. And then Schultz from Sterling at 51.9%. Three-point percentage. Conference leader is McCoy from Tabor, 54.5%. Razor from Friends, 52.6%. Osterman from Tabor, 50.0%. Worth from Tabor, 48.4%. And Kaufman from Kansas Wesleyan at 45.5%. Looking at games coming up on Saturday, a couple of two o'clock starts. First two o'clock start will be in Winfield as York University travels to Southwestern College. The other two o'clock start a non-conference matchup, Avila University traveling to Haskell Indian Nations University uh, for that one at 3.30 p.m., Manhattan Christian uh, will take on Bethel College. Again, another non-conference matchup in this one. And then at 5 o'clock, Oklahoma Wesleyan and Kansas Wesleyan will face off in Salina, that game being hosted by Kansas Wesleyan University. Also at 5 the Warriors of Sterling College travel to Bethany in a um, big early conference battle here. Two of the, the top teams in the conference facing off in this one. Again, another top team matchup, Ottawa versus Friends, also at five. This one in Wichita at Friends University. And then the last game, also at five o'clock, Tabor College travels to McPherson College for that five o'clock tip. Those are your games coming up on Saturday, tomorrow, December 3rd in conference play. That brings us to the end of today's KCAC beat podcast. Thank you for, for tuning in and listening. Uh, We'll have a men's basketball podcast coming out today as well. Uh, You might even catch some soccer news as Oklahoma Wesleyan was in action on the women's soccer national championship quarterfinals. Uh, yesterday as well. Uh, anticipate a, a podcast from Mark Hoffheinz, Rikia, capping that one. If you do enjoy our podcast, please make sure you like and subscribe to that podcast uh, on Apple Podcast, Amazon, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, the KCAC Beat. Uh, is worth a a like and subscribe. But uh, for everyone here at the conference office, I'm Hans Nichols saying thank you for listening and have a great day. You've been listening to the KCAC Beat. For more information on the KCAC, go to www.kcacsports.com.